you, Jesus. I promise I won't preach, but I just want to share this real quick in this atmosphere. As we were singing that, it's a love song. What a beautiful love song. And something about love is that it needs to be reciprocal for it to be love. Like if you tell someone I love you and they just say, well, thanks, I appreciate that. That's not really what your heart wants to hear, right? If you tell someone you love them, you kind of want to hear, I love you too. And as we just were singing those lyrics, I just would maybe speak this to whoever it is that's just having that sense of inner loneliness or disconnectedness or maybe life's just being hard for you right now. If you can just imagine that as we are telling him, I long for you, he has already said those words to you. And he didn't use words. I loved how we just said, this is more than words. Because he didn't just use words in John 3, 16. It doesn't say that he so loved the world that he said, I love you, world. It says that he so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever would believe in him would not perish like the world's going to perish, but would be saved and would have everlasting life. And so I just, we love him because he first loved us. And I just would encourage you, the next time you're listening through that song, might be a couple phrases in there that don't quite fit the Lord singing it to you. But that idea of love, he longs to have relationship with you. Otherwise, what in the world was the cross about? That level of sacrifice and love has already been demonstrated towards each one of us. He longs for personal relationship with us, not just as a body of believers, but individual relationship with you in the quiet place of your heart, in the place where your mind goes. Invite him into those places because he longs. He longs for that. The proof that he longs for that is seen on the empty, empty tomb and it's seen on the cross. And so I just want to encourage you with that this morning. As you sing your love song to him, listen for him singing it back to you because he does desperately long to know you. After all, he's coming back for not a buddy or a pal or a fellow comrade. He's coming back for a bride. He's coming back for a personal church that the best way he could analogize that, if that's even a word, is to call us his bride. And he's the bridegroom. And so let's work on that. Let's build that personal uh, relationship. We're so grateful that we had Jeremiah with us last night. I know there was some that were able to make it out for that. And it was just a, a, a real personal time in, in the presence of the Lord. And I know this morning it's going to be very personal. Jeremiah is not a, a guest speaker or a traveling uh, worship leader that just pops through once in a while. He's part of our family who pops in once in a while. Do you have parts of your family that you see them on Christmas and wherever you see them? You only see them a couple times, but they're family. And so Jeremiah's family and his, his, his family is our family. And so we're not going to say much more than that. Are the children ready to go downstairs? Okay, children, we're going to go ahead and dismiss you guys. We're so appreciative of your, your passionate worship that you bring. Someone lost their name tag. And so I'm not going to take too much time. I don't feel like uh, Jeremiah needs too much introduction. We know him. He's family. And if you haven't heard him speak or share, uh, we're certainly glad you're here this morning. You'll be blessed. Thank you so much for our teachers, Sunday school teachers, escorting these precious guys downstairs. And um, who was here last night? We got a, Okay, good. There's a good sprinkling of folks. And we know God's going to just build off of that. We're so grateful that you're here to be a part of that. And uh, man, there goes, we got some empty seats. If there's anyone standing at the back, we have plenty of empty seats for you now. Um, our younger half just left the room. And uh, we're so grateful that they're going downstairs to be instructed in the ways of the Lord. Would you like to pull podium up here? Down, down there. All right, I'm going to pass right off to you, brother. I don't want to take any more time. Let's welcome Jeremiah as he brings the word with us this morning.
Good morning, everybody. Bob, is it okay if I use this mic? It was my, can you mind? All right. Sometimes you have a singing mic and you have a speaking mic. They're set up differently. <laughs> sure you are. You have two in one. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here this morning. I know it's a big day, especially for sports fans among us. But uh, it's a big day here this morning as well. Uh, for those of you who've never met me, I'm Jeremiah. Uh, my wife, Courtney, is usually with me, but she wasn't able to travel today. And so some of you guys know what we're facing as a family, and uh, some of you don't. So just as an introduction, I want to explain why Courtney's not here, because she's usually the grace of this whole operation, and my better half, and I'm fully aware of that. And uh, a lot of times I see people's countenance drop when they realize she's not here. And uh, I assure you, mine does as well. Uh, but she... Um, in September, was in Senegal, and I think probably when we, we were here over the summer, we told you that that was coming up, and she was uh, translating between uh, an overland missions missionary and a queen, a tribal queen in Senegal. These people have never really heard the gospel, and so Courtney used the French that she got in France, isn't that interesting how the Lord works and just pieces things together, to be able to be the conduit for uh, this message to get to this queen's ears who's very influential in uh, this whole area of Senegal. So it's really cool. Uh, while she was there, she was going to sleep one night and just kind of brushed her hand uh, over her chest and she felt something that she didn't want to feel there. And so we, when she came back to the U.S., she told me about it. And in September, she had a mammogram. And in October, they diagnosed it as breast cancer. And in November, they operated. In December, a biopsy showed that it had spread to her lymph nodes. And so in January, she started chemo. And... I tell you what, uh, for those of you who have gone through that, you have my enduring respect. It's been very difficult. She's had some complications, but she's in good spirits. She's in improving health, and uh, I just wanted to explain to you why she's not here. But in lieu of her being here, she's still, uh, she still wanted to be here, so she made a little video for you guys just to greet you. And uh, if Bob's ready, we can show that now. Hey everybody, well, since I couldn't be with Jeremiah this time, I wanted to just take a second to share a little video message with you guys. If you haven't heard already or figured it out by my lack of hair, I have been in a bit of a battle with cancer for a few months now and, and I'm right now in the process of some pretty intense chemotherapy, which is why I'm not there with you, but I'm in between chemo rounds right now, which is why Jeremiah gets to come and kind of be a representative on our behalf. But I couldn't let the opportunity slip by just to share a little bit of my heart, especially in the middle of kind of crazy circumstances. And I was listening to a message not long ago by Levi Lusco, and right at the end, kind of off the cuff, he said something about the riches of the darkness, and it just sort of exploded inside of me because I was like, yes, if there is one thing that I have found in these months of this journey so far and the months that still lie ahead of me is that there are riches to be found in the darkness. And so I just want to share a little bit of that with you. You know, my entire walk with Jesus, 
I loved the name that Hagar refers to the Lord as in the book of Genesis, where he called, she calls him El Rai. I've always said that El Roi, like it's a French name, but it's actually El Rai. And it means the God who sees me. And Hagar says, I have now seen the God who sees me. And I could relate to that, that name so much because that's how it felt from the moment I came to Jesus when I was 18 years old. It was like I walked into that church and this idea of a faraway big lofty God somehow was extremely personal and extremely intimate and I felt seen and I knew that he knew me and he loved me and so I've just always had such a connection with that name but as I began this journey I was like Lord I want to like press into you during this time and not just healing right that is one aspect of who the Lord is and I'm definitely bathing in the healing scriptures and all the things but I was like I don't want to just focus on one aspect of you I want to dive in to all that you are so I've been in this this study on the names of God. There are like 52 different ways to refer to God from the Old Testament to the end of the book of Revelation. And I've been diving into those, but one of the names, Elohim, I was one of the first ones I studied. And they brought up this verse that I have quoted to my children and to myself for since they were born and for decades of my life now. And it comes out of Isaiah chapter 41. And I was like, I know the name El Rai is only used in, in the book of Genesis. It's the only time that God is called that. But I was like, this name has got to be something similar because the verse in Isaiah 41 verse 13 says, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Right? Such an intimate verse. I would tell my kids all the time, just squeeze your right hand like he's holding your hand. Do not fear. He will help you. So then I'm in this study and they're like, no, for I am the Lord, your Elohim, who takes hold of your right hand and says, do not fear. I will help you. And something in my heart just exploded because I was like, this makes it even better because it's not El Rai, the intimate God who sees me. This Elohim is the mighty creator. Like if you study that name, it contains his ability to put the stars in their place. All of Genesis 1, Elohim, Elohim, the stars, the sun, the, the, the sea being separated from the land. All of it is Elohim. It's this sovereign authority, creative power, right? But it's that same God. It's that same magnificence who takes hold of my right hand, it, my right hand in the chemotherapy room, and is like, do not fear, I am with you. And I don't know what your life looks like right now. I don't know what darkness that you're walking through, but he promises, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil for I am with you. And so I just encourage you, don't just survive the darkness. I ran across this quote not long ago. <clears throat> And it's by C.S. Lewis. And it says this, enemy occupied territory. That is what this world is. Christianity is the story of how the rightful king has landed and is calling us all to take part in a great campaign of sabotage. And I read that and I was like, I'm going to sabotage. I'm going to sabotage this darkness that everything the enemy meant for evil, God, we are going to turn it around for good. I'm going to shine as bright as I can shine on the days that I can possibly feel shiny. <laughs> and I'm going to roar. You know, a friend reminded me, she was like, Courtney, even the daughter of a lion is still a lion. And I feel like some of you need to hear that today. Even the daughter, even the son of a lion, the lion of Judah, is still a lion. 
You can still roar in the darkest night. You can still shine bright. So I encourage you, whatever you're going through, he is the God who takes hold of your right hand and says, do not fear for I am with you. So just a little something from me. I miss you. I love you, but you'll see me again soon. All right. <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? It's, it's, it's strange things happening in our world right now. She's getting prettier and prettier every day. Amazing. I want to I bring up that quote and use that as the launching off 